A reading from the book of the prophet Malachi. Thus says the Lord God, Lo, I am sending my messenger to prepare the way before me. And suddenly there will come to the temple the Lord whom you seek, and the messenger of the covenant whom you desire. Yes, he is coming, says the Lord of hosts, but who will endure the day of his coming? And who can stand when he appears? For he is like the refiner's fire, or like the fuller's lie. He will sit refining and purifying silver, and he will purify the sons of Levi, refining them like gold or like silver, that they may offer due sacrifice to the Lord. Then the sacrifice of Judah and Jerusalem will please the Lord as in the days of old, as in years gone by. Lo, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the day of the Lord comes, the great and terrible day, to turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the hearts of the children to their fathers, lest I come and strike the land with doom. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Lift up your heads and see your redemption is near at hand. Your ways, O Lord, make known to me. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me, for you are God my Savior. Lift up your heads and see your redemption is near at hand. Good and upright is the Lord, thus he shows sinners the way. He guides the humble to justice, he teaches the humble his way. Lift up your heads and see your redemption is near at hand. All the paths of the Lord are kindness and constancy toward those who keep his covenant and his decrees. The friendship of the Lord is with those who fear him and his covenant for their instruction. Lift up your heads and see your redemption is near at hand. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. When the time arrived for Elizabeth to have her child, she gave birth to a son. Her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown his great mercy toward her, and they rejoiced with her. When they came on the eighth day to circumcise the child, they were going to call him Zechariah after his father, but his mother said in reply, No, he will be called John. But they answered her, There is no one among your relatives who has this name. So they made signs, asking his father what, is, what he wished him to be called. He asked for a tablet and wrote, John is his name. And all were amazed. Immediately his mouth was opened, his tongue freed, and he spoke, blessing God. Then fear came upon all their neighbors, and all these matters were discussed throughout the hill country of Judea. All who heard these things took them to heart, saying, What then will this child be? For surely the hand of the Lord was with him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So Zechariah has his own kind of personal redemption. If you remember the announcement of the birth of John the Baptist to Zechariah, we had this a few days ago, um, earlier in the in the first chapter of Luke's Gospel. Gabriel says to Zechariah, your prayer has been heard. You will give birth to a son. His name will be John, and he will be the, you know, turn the hearts of fathers to their children and children to their fathers and so forth. He's going to be the, the beginning of the redemption of Israel. So Gabriel says to, to Zechariah, your prayer has been heard. And as I mentioned the homily that day, you know, what, what do you think Zechariah's prayer was that was heard? We, you might think, well, it was to have a son because he's been given a son. But I don't think it was because, remember, Zechariah's an old man now. He's kind of, I'm sure he's no longer, maybe when he was a younger man he was praying for that, but no, no longer anymore. Unless he was that, you know, believing. But I know you see Zechariah's response. I, I don't I don't think he did. But Zechariah was a prayerful man. And what was he praying for? I think he was praying for the salvation of Israel. This was a man who loved his nation, loved, uh, loved his faith. He was a priest. He was a servant in the temple. 
So Gabriel tells him, hey, okay, your prayer that for Israel to be saved, to be restored, it's it's being heard. And your son, who you're getting miraculously gave birth to, he's going to be at the beginning of it. And so the reason Zechariah is rendered mute is because then he, he kind of forgets that selflessness of his uh, of his prayer. And he, he makes it back to him, his old, like, immature selfishness. Well, how, how will I know this is going to happen? Like, this is about me. I want to I wanna get some guarantee here. So Zechariah has nine months now to reflect on this because he's rendered speechless. And um, at the end of this, and then another eight days when, when John is circumcised, <clears throat> he's adamant that he's going to be called John, even though it's not in the family name. Because, again, it doesn't matter. The family, this isn't about Zechariah and Elizabeth getting this great gift, even though they are going to take some joy in having a son. It's about it's about Israel. And so the name John, as many of you probably know, means, you know, gift from God or, or gift of God to us. John is a gift, yes, to Zechariah and Elizabeth, but more importantly to what? To the people. So Zechariah is a good model for us. You know, your desires, which are good, pray for them, but know that they're not just about you and your own fulfillment. You want better health. You want to find your vocation or be married or whatever it is. Um, you want your child to grow up safely and happily. It's not just so you can kind of, you know, rest secure and die peacefully, but why? So that you can become a gift to others like, like John was. We have that desire in mind, that selfless desire God will fulfill for us. Amen.